Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Along with Mike Sealski, I'm Glenn Mack now. Saturday, 94 WIP. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day out there in the Delaware Valley. It's November. We're getting out. You know the one thing, though? I was looking... Uh, for Monday, because we've got Eagles home game. Yeah. I got the pregame out in front. Temperature's going to drop a tad between yes. now and then. Yes, right now. Hold on. Let me just look at my clock. Right now, it is. I had the windows open this morning. It is 66 degrees as we speak right now. As you speak uh, at 5 o'clock on Monday, it's probably going to be 46 degrees. Monday, high of 49, low of 34. Ooh. Mm, timing's everything. But it'll be sunny, as they say. Football weather. Yeah. Brisk. <laughs> Whatever. It'll be fine. Looking forward to seeing all the people there at the game. All right. There were no games last night uh, among our teams, but our, our, excuse me, our professional winter teams. But, Mike, something happened on North Broad Street last night. Let us take you to it. John Gibson. It's a two-point lead. 1.1 remaining. All right. Archie Diacono, hoisted deep, it's intercepted, and Zach Hicks has it, and Temple has the win. 66-64 here at Philadelphia. That is all courtesy of ESPN, and the noise you hear are the Temple students storming the court. <laughs> Good for them. As for the first time in a decade, they beat Villanova. You're a college basketball guy. I know you're a LaSalle guy. I don't mm-hmm. know you have a rooting interest in this, but uh, pretty exciting. It was, and it's good for Temple. They hadn't beaten Villanova since 2012. Uh, had only played them, I think, seven times over that span, I think. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but hadn't beaten them since 2012. Uh, and it's a good thing. I think there has been this kind of latent feeling, maybe not so latent feeling amongst Temple alumni that the program should have been doing better in all the years, in the 15, 16, 17 years since John T- Chaney retired, uh, that the program should have been approaching the success that it had under John and has too often fallen short of that. And if Aaron McKee can get the program back to 
being a tournament team, uh, to being relevant in the Big Five, I think that's nothing but a good thing. I think one of the byproducts of Jay Wright's success and his ability to elevate Villanova over the last decade has been that he kind of, in a way, destroyed the Big Five because Villanova was so much better yeah, so dominant. Than, than the other four teams that it was kind of like, oh, okay, everybody's playing for second place. By the way, if Jay Wright heard you, he just drove off the road. I destroyed the Big Five? Jay Wright was, I, I know, I he know loves what you're the Big saying. Five. He didn't Jay mean Wright to do it. Jay Wright is such a fan of all Philadelphia yeah. basketball, but yeah. I know what you're saying. He didn't mean to do it, but he did. Um, and if this stokes some rivalries back in within the city, that's all to the better. I do think Villanova... Um, will be fine this season. They've got too many returning players. Um, they could have taken the lead last night, and, and Caleb Daniels, uh, one of those seniors, just missed a bunny right in the lane, and uh, Temple came down, and the kid got fouled and made the free throw. So Villanova's going to be fine, but good for Temple. Very good for Temple. All right, let's get the other two uh, winter teams in for a little bit of conversation. Again, we have that gap. We have no Sunday football game. The Philly season is done after a great run into the World Series. Meanwhile, your Philadelphia 76ers are 12th in the East at 5-7. and seven. I know there have been some injuries. I know Joel had an illness, so on. This is disgusting. This ain't good. No. This ain't good in a lot of respects. Uh, foremost of which is that they just look like they're going through the motions. They don't look like they're a team that is inspired to play every night. Now, I know, look, it's the NBA. It's a long season. I get that. But it doesn't even seem that they're hitting the minimum threshold for bringing it on a given night. Mm -mm. And uh, they don't look cohesive in any regard. And my question would be, and it's not an original question, it's one that a lot of people are batting around, is at what point do Daryl Morey and the ownership look at Doc Rivers and say, you know what? We're out of other moves we can make here after our offseason. We signed P.J. Tucker. You know, we made acquisitions yeah, that are supposed but, and, to— And by the way, that's that's not off to a rollicking start. No, it's either. not. Um, what else can we do here other than change the coach and see if we can pull a Gerard for Rob Thompson sort of thing? Okay. Well, interesting. So Joe DeCamera had a brilliant observation this week that absolutely stuck with me the moment he said it. Uh, so I want to give Joe all credit for this. He was talking about Joel Embiid, and he said, ultimately, are we going to regard Joel Embiid as this generation's Randall Cunningham? Hmm. In that, it is a guy who had amazing talent, uh, came in with the expectation that he could lead us to championships, puts up terrific numbers, highlights, all-star teams, and in the end, he's never going to get you there. And I think... Again, I think Joe, I hope Joe's not spot on mm-hmm. because I hope Embiid does that. But boy, there's, there may be something to that. There may be. Um, you know, not much has been reported about exactly why Embiid has missed all these games. All they've said is basically it's a non-COVID illness. Right. But there's a familiarity to that that I think is concerning to a lot of people. Uh, Whether you go back to the 2019 playoffs against Toronto and he's missing a game because of gastroenteritis or some kind of stomach thing, and he's never quite at his best and in tip-top shape physically throughout a regular season or at the end of a season. Uh, I think Joe cares a lot. Joe Joel cares. But I also think that there is a level 
that the greatest of the greats can go to and do go to that I'm not sure he gets to. That's my fear. And uh, by the way, the other night when they lost to Atlanta, he kind of let it be known that he was unhappy with yeah. the coach you mentioned. He was taken out with four fouls in the uh, third quarter. Uh, and right after that, the Hawks went on a big run. And his quote was, I think I'm smart enough not to foul, but I thought that's probably when the game changed. He's right. They went on that run, and we could never get it back. I trust what my teammates and my coaches say, but tonight it just happened to be at the time probably the wrong decision. This has been a complaint with Doc Rivers throughout his career, and especially since he got here, is that a failure to read a particular moment. You know, it's almost the Rob Thompson, Zach Wheeler, Game 6 sort of thing. This has been the case with Rivers throughout his career with the Sixers is he his substitution patterns and when he plays guys and when he takes guys out and kind of reading the moment of a particular game in, within a particular season, it hasn't been a strength. And I'll be honest, Glenn, I've wondered since Doc got here how truly invested he is in this. He was going to step away from coaching when he left I, the Clippers. I hear you. I agree. You know, and... It's, he's definitely not a high-energy guy. Right. And... Look, he was supposed to be the coach who took the Sixers to the level that Brett Brown couldn't take them. Well, guess what? Doc Rivers hasn't crossed that threshold either. He hasn't taken them anywhere that Brett Brown didn't take them. Uh, so, you know, they're in a tough spot, that franchise. They are. Uh, we'll get to the Flyers in a second. Let me just work one phone call in here. Rory in Haddon Townships. Got thoughts about the Phillies manager. What's on your mind, Rory? Hey, um, um... I like the job Thompson did. This is not a negative call. Mm -hmm. But in game six, when I saw he was substituting Sosa and yep. Erling, I thought, well, good. He'll substitute for Castellanos in March. And he left Castellanos in there to do nothing. And I like Mick. I think he's a great ball player. and It was a good pickup. But he's hurt. And I think he was hurt all year, and that's why he didn't hit. That's the only problem I've had with well, he was, and, and to your point, he was hitting well early in the year. He, it was the wrist, right? Yeah. And then he didn't hit for the rest of the year after that was a long slump. You it do was. need him to come back next year. Yeah, I hear. I, listen, I there were times when um, Rory, I kind of wondered why Castellanos was still in toward the end of the game in defensive situations when maybe Virlin was on the bench um, or March was on the bench and you could have brought one of them in. He trusted. Hey, hey Cassiano's made some great defensive I was plays, say, but if, if we, we know we're that he's rip not Rob, a, Rob Thompson for taking Nick for yeah. not taking Nick Castellanos out for defensive purposes. Boy, we reach peak uh, irony uh, here. Well, and I know he made those plays, but he he can make one play, and to his credit, he can run in on a fly ball, <laughs> slide and catch one, and that's good. Other than that, I'm kind of with Rory here. Well, yeah. yeah, Rory, who is the ultimate role player in Philadelphia sports history? I unsung hero, you, excuse me. I sent this to you on Twitter yesterday, and nobody knows who this guy is. Joe LaFay was a left fielder on the 1983 Phillies that won the pennant. I think they got him from the Dodgers. He hit 290 that year. He had some big, big hits down the stretch, especially against Montreal when he hit a three-run triple. Not only that, do I remember right. Joe LaFay, but I remember that he spelled his name Lefevre, but right. pronounced it LaFay, which I can't tell you why. It's a decent one. I imagine we'll get better ones than that. This is an easy topic. We're not getting feedback. Well, we are getting feedback, but poor Kyle is in there. People only calling about this. We made that clear, right? We did. Do me a I favor. Thought... You say it so they'll hear you say it. Please, if you're going to call in with a suggestion for Philadelphia's most unsung hero in sports history, 
please also have something to contribute to the discussion about the Eagles and the Phillies and the Sixers and the Flyers or even Temple Villanova. Right. Because or boneless chicken wings. Th- Jason Kelsey and his preferences for hors d'oeuvres. Right. Um, because <laughs> we're not here just to give away prizes. Thank you. That was very well said. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. There sure. you go. Yeah. Hey, I know when I go away on vacation, he can handle that tough responsibility. All right. We did say we're going to work in the Flyers. Let's work in the Flyers. So here's the story. They're not bad. They've got a winning record, and they're doing a winning record without Ryan Ellis, without Sean Couturier, uh, without Cam Atkinson, without JVR. Well, that might be a blessing. Yeah. I'm not a big At JVR this stage. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is it a mirage? or Because they're not really – I don't even know if they'll make the playoffs, but they're, they're certainly good enough to take themselves out of – we thought, like, hey, they'll be in contention for the – Top pick. Right. That's yeah. not going to happen. They're kind of middle of the road, playing above 500. Is it real or is it Memorex? I think it's Memorex. Yeah. Um, if you look at the numbers and look at the way they have played in a number of games this season, and I joked about this earlier in the show, but it is true. Carter Hart is playing so incredibly well that it's impossible for me to imagine that they are going to be able to keep this up. Uh, right now, his safe percentage, for instance, is .941 which would be a record. <laughs> hey, plus um, it matches the call letters of this radio there station. There you go. So he's, that, he's, uh, yeah, he's got a sports radio save percentage, I guess. Um, but he, it's unrealistic to think he'll keep that up. They're not scoring all that much. And generally speaking, with a couple of exceptions, particularly a couple of games ago where they really they played very well in beating the St. Louis Blues, they're getting outplayed, and Hart is winning them games basically by himself. So... I think the difference, Glenn, is that they're a little bit more interesting and fun to follow because they're so young for the most part, and they are playing so hard every night, and it's kind of new and fresh, like, oh, let's see what these young guys have. But all in all, I think this is going to even out over the course of an 82-game season. Yeah, these are not young guys who are prime prospects. Right. They're just kind of young guys who can be role players, but you left out the most important part of the whole thing. Oh, uh, the coach? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to believe that John Tortorella has got a lot to do with this. He absolutely does. It was, as we kind of discussed at the start of the season, the curse of, oh, you're going to get a good coach when you want to be bad. I'm anti-tank, but I respect the fact that they're, the, being bad might be to their benefit. Um, it, it seems that for the first time in a while, you have a coach who knows what he's doing and demands accountability from his players. So to me, it's okay. Factors. One, Carter Hart right now. Mm-hmm. Two, John Tortorella. Yes. Three, kind of favorable schedule. Four, some good luck. Yeah, I think that covers it. Um, and you're right about Tortorella. I think you can put a fair amount of success of credit for their success on his plate because he is pushing his team as he usually pushes his teams. He is a very demanding coach. Uh, that can be to the team's benefit. That can also be to their detriment. Sometimes he has worn teams down. I saw it in New York, for instance. Um, but this is a young enough team that they're just gonna they're gonna buy into what he's selling. Do the Flyers this year? Because this is the most we have talked about them since last year, yeah. and probably about as much as we're going to on this show, unless people call up and want to talk about it, which we will. Do they have any hope of breaking through? the apathy and getting attention from the overall Philadelphia. Not not the hardcore Flyer fans who are in every game, but you know, it's hard for the Flyers to become part of the 
the landscape that, that is talked about. Yeah, I, I would be surprised at yeah, that. I, I they just too. don't have the top-end players to yeah. be able to do that. They don't. They really don't. No. Okay. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, 215-592-9494, 215-592-9494. And yes, we did put that in. I'll put it in again. Give us your ultimate Philadelphia, I keep thinking, saying it wrong, unsung hero mm-hmm. in sports history, and you will win a $50 gift prize to Shibe Vintage Sports. Mike Sealski, Glenn Macnow on 94 WIP. Hey, fall is upon us. It is that time of year again to consider replacing your old drafty windows and doors because another cold winter season is rolling in, actually as soon as Monday. When I need a company to help me with these home projects, I turn to the experts, the great people at Guided Door and Window. Act now. You receive 20% off all windows and doors, plus Guided will help, will allow you to start your project. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.